Blog Talk Radio. Well, here we are, Dad, again on Friday afternoon at 3 p.m. East Coast time, and glad you guys are here listening now or listen later. And I know, Dad, you've got a wonderful uh, conversation to, to have with us today about God. So, hey, take it away. I'm excited to hear what you got to say or share. Sorry. Well, I'm going to try to picture what God is. I'm going to ask anybody a question that's got an answer to this. Have you ever walked a poor woman? I'm touching the women first and then the man. Have you ever walked in a parking lot and have a grocery full of car? I mean, groceries in your cart and you're going to your car and it's not a very lit parking lot. And off in the distance, beside your car, or around your car, you see a group of young men. With a half a foot teeth out, hair hanging down in their eyes, they're laughing, joking, hitting each other, cursing, just having every time. But out of the corner of their eye, you can see they're watching you as you work, walk toward them, your groceries, or your cart for groceries, and you're concerned. Every woman will be concerned. Or if you're a man, you walk into a place that's uh, not very friendly, and you say, gosh, I'd like to have somebody with me, or I tell these guys, I am a drunk, and you're just concerned. Well, you know, that's what happens in your Christian life. Whether you're a man or a woman, you're concerned about your life. You're concerned what's happening in your life, what's going to happen with your life. You're concerned of what's going to happen if they know you're a Christian, if you know that they don't like you. And you're concerned about it and you're worried. And sometimes it's very frightening. You know, I'm a man, but I have been frightened in my life. I've been frightened beyond belief. I've had guns pulled on me, and it's not very pleasant, not very likely, likely to be friendly. I had knives stabbed at me because I've been in the wrong place at the wrong time. I've done things that necessarily would cause you to be uh, frightened beyond belief. It's a Christian. I found that if I found them walking, I walk in the light, and he's the light. Who's the light? Christ. We walk in that light. We don't have a lot of problems, meaning we're not frightened. We're not covered with concern. We're not fidgety. I watched a movie, and the guy said to the lady, he said, you look very beautiful, and you stop fidgeting. Because everybody's frightened. They're, they're concerned about what they look like, what they feel like, what they are, what they aren't. And I ask you today, in your Christian life, you have the same kind of reactions. But the best part about my life and your life and Christians we have an armament that we can own, put on. I don't have an AR-15 wrapped around me. I don't have hand grenades, and I don't have knives, and I don't have things that can block all kinds of evil. Women don't have that because they, sometimes they're not able to carry all that. But have you ever thought about, as you walk down life, walk in life, that all these armaments are heavy to carry and worse to carry and you got all these things where you, where you know when you're Christian, you have an armament of God. But it's very light because it's you. It's what's inside you. And that's what God gives you as a Christian. 
as a person that believes in God. My daughter, T, says God is her buddy. God the Father, which is God. God the Son, which is Christ. And the Holy Spirit, Mr. Holy. She gets up and talks to him. I talk to God, and God talks back to me. Today I was talking to God, and we were sitting in, I was sitting at my dining table, drinking my first cup of coffee. And I said, God, what in? And I carried on the conversation for about an hour and a half. I'm serious, an hour and a half, me and God talked. Is that prayer? Is that meditation? Call it what you want, but I got relief out of it because God talked to me. The Holy Spirit talked to me. Christ listened confidently. Well, you can have all these things when you put on the armor of God. In Ephesians uh, 6, it talks about the armor of God. And I challenge any Christian, anybody that belongs to Christ. If you don't belong to Christ, you should really belong to Christ. But I'm going to talk to Christians for a second. People that love God, people that know God, people that are God with meaning, fellowshipping with him. Put on the armor of God. Be strong in the Lord and his mighty power. Mighty power. When you have that strong person walking beside you that will protect you, that's mighty power. You feel confident in that. I know I have, uh, when I was a kid, I was a tiny guy. You know, my, my mother died and I kind of raised myself. But if you stop and think about it, I found out real quick that I've had certain people with me that I could do almost anything because I was not afraid. I wasn't afraid anyway, but I was concerned about a lot of things. Well, here was a kid. I was about five foot four and weighed about 102 pounds. I mean, I was in school and I was eighth, ninth grade, and fifth grade, and I was tiny. I don't know what happened there. So when I went in the military, I kind of grew up. I went in the military to the same kind of height and weight, and it came in at five foot nine, 165 pounds. What happened? I don't know. But anyway, I grew that length of time in about 120 days. But I found myself, I could do things that you could not do before. I was by myself. I could do it. I didn't care. Because... I'm not telling you it should be this way, but I was kind of mean. I wasn't bigger than anybody smaller than me. I always hit somebody bigger than me because I want to make sure it's a fair fight. But anyway, we can put on an armor of God as we walk through life. What is the armor of God? Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes, the demonic schemes. What are demonic schemes? For our struggle is not against flesh and blood. Now, people don't understand that. When you become a Christian and you're supposed to live correctly and you have the Holy Spirit living with you and God living with you and Jesus Christ saving you, what are these? What are these things? What are the forces of evil? They're not flesh and blood. You understand that when I... When I used to walk down these unvalid places and women, when they have to go to areas that frightens them, 
you wrestle against, not against flesh and blood. And they're horrible, you know, because they, they can kill you, they can hurt you. But you don't wrestle against flesh and blood. You wrestle against spiritual forces. And you stop and think. What are the forces of evil in the heavenly realm? Heavenly realms? Forces of evil? Sure, they're there. Tozer, which is a great traditional Christian talk about the devil, you better be spiritually be spiritually focused, bound to the word of God. Because you wrestle against not against humans, but against blood. Flesh blood. But they're not evil. The flesh and blood is evil. Could be evil. The spirit forces of of the Therefore, put on the full armor of good. You'll be able to stay your ground. Now you want to be able to stay your ground. Always in life, things you've done life. You want to stand your but you don't like things in flesh and blood. But you can run, or you can call for help, or you can go to places that. that 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 are easy to get to or safely get to. But we're not wrestling against flesh and blood. We're wrestling against evil. E V I. The demonic schemes of the heavenly realms. You mean the demonic schemes are in the heaven? But the Bible says So you put on the whole armor of God. Well what is the armor of God? We stand firm, and then we will put on the belt of truth, buckle around our waist, buckle of truth. Always be truthful. Always you stand in truth. God, G-O-D, will protect you. Put on the gospel of truth and buckle around your waist. So you put your truth around your waist. It's you. It's holding you together. That's the, that's the truth that God will honor you protect you. God, God tells you, you go through troubles, but I'll protect you. You know, the other day I was speaking to a group of people and I did know what I wanted to say. I wrestled with it, wrestled back and forth. And I was going up to stand in front of all these people. Was I frightened? No, not frightened, but I was scared. Because I, I wanted to make sure I totally right. But you know what happened? When I got up, I don't even remember. I remember what I said now, but I don't remember why I was saying it. But the words just flowed out of my mouth because God took care of me. God will take care of you. You put the bucket of truth around your waist. The truth is that's part of your that's part of your armor. And you put on a breastplate, a breastplate. That's across your bed, breast of righteousness. <laughs> And with your feet tipped, filled, fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. So you got something around your waist called truth. Put on the breastplate of righteousness. Your righteousness? No, with God's righteousness. But who's going to fight against that? You'll find people that contest you. I sit in front of those people, and I started out with what I thought was to be, what I thought to be proper and correct. 
and I don't know, I, I went in a different direction, and you know who to put the words in my mouth? It was God. He stood beside me that whole that whole evening. No outline, not anything. No, I always study. I always study. I read the Bible every day. And I try to read it and try to understand it and try to live it. And you should also, everybody should live the Word of God. I sit on the front of them. I spoke. I spoke for maybe for 20 minutes. It was all going to done. People are crying and everything else. But anyway, God did it. I didn't do it because I didn't, I didn't have any outline. I wanted to have an outline, but I didn't find it. I didn't, I didn't have it with me. I said, God, I can't go there. He said, yeah, you can. Go ahead and do it. But you know, God put the words in my mouth. God spoke for me. I spoke for God. And that's what you have to do. That's a part of the armor of God. So you put the belt of righteousness on around your waist. You put a breastplate of righteousness around your heart. And you stand with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. You got peace, you got the readiness, you got the breastplate, and you got the bucket of truth. In addition to all this, take up your job, which is important, of faith. Now, what is faith? I hope it happens. It sure happens. But faith is important. Probably to most people, faith is the most important thing we have. Me and T talks about faith all the time. Faith in God. I told to God this morning for an hour, hour and a half. Did I have faith that I was talking to God? Yeah, I sure did. I said, God, am I really talking to you? God said, what do you think? Well, I know it's God. Because <laughs> is the devil going to talk about himself? No. They will tempt you. God will assure you of righteousness. Do you have faith? Ask for faith. Now, you got to be careful when you ask for faith because God will put you through lessons. You know, in school, we're taught a lesson given a test. I'll repeat that one time. School, you're taught a lesson and then given a test. You remember those tests you hear on what the teacher taught you. In life, you're given a test that teaches you a lesson. Kind of reverse, isn't it? School, you're taught a lesson and then given a test on what you've been taught. In life, you're given a test that teaches you a lesson. When you learn a lesson, you have faith. When you ask for faith, God will put you, give it to you. Sometimes he puts contingencies, contingencies to it. What do you mean by that? He gives you trouble that you a lesson. So I'm going to ask you, put on the breastplate of truth, breastplate of righteousness, feet ready to go, and it's full of redness that comes from the gospel of peace, and take up just shield of faith. That's the armament that God requires you to have. The armament of God. Truth, righteousness, faith. Then we have and you have faith and make sure you have faith because God wants you to have faith faith is I was talking to a man one day and he just simply said to me he said I don't believe there is a God I believe God is within yourself in the state of mind 
talking to a Jewish boy the other day, and he said, well, you got the Bible. What about the Islam that's got the, uh, the scrolls? What about Buddha, which has the Buddha? Everybody believes in something. You know what I believe in? I believe in God. I believe in having faith. And I believe that my Bible, which has stood the test of time, and by the way, I'm writing about it down, it stood the test of time, is a shield of faith, which is sort of spirit in the shield of faith. Shield of faith is the most important thing that I can have. How many times have you been discouraged, just didn't want to go forward, and yet you go forward? You have faith. And with that, a spirit, sort of spirit. What is a sort of spirit? Spirit is when you're able to look that adversary in the face. That woman or that lady, that man, whoever who it is, his face is looking at him and you say, you know, you have to believe in God. And the guy looks at you, he's smarter, maybe smarter than you, I don't know, or not, he's smarter, not as smart as God. He's in the face, so I don't believe in God. I believe in all within yourself. You have the, you have the Bible. You have all of these things you have been taught. You're just a, you're what somebody teaches you. You're right, I am what somebody teaches me. But they taught me the Bible. My father was not a preacher. He was a godly man. One of the smartest men I ever met. He went to the third grade to graduate. He couldn't read anything in the world except a blueprint and a Bible. And the Bible was ultimately read. He spoke with words that just labored to the man, and he read the Bible, and he read it daily. But he didn't read a lot. He just read a few lines, because it took a long time to read just a few lines. That's what you got to have. You read the Bible. You get the spirit of truth, which is the Word of God. When you have the Word of God, remember, when you have the Word of God, you can stand in front of anyone. You work, walk across the parking lot and those men are looking at you. The Word of God is the Spirit of God. That's the Word. You can be fearless. I mean, you're supposed to walk unmolested. Sure, you're supposed to walk. Do you? Well, sometimes God will put you to the test. Remember, in school, you thought a lesson. You're the test. In life, in life, you're given a lesson. Way to give it a test, it teaches you a lesson. So always remember to put on the shield, the shield of righteousness, belt of truth, shield of faith, feet with the gospel of peace, faith, and spirit. And that's your armament. As you walk through life with the full armament on your body and in your soul, you have faith, you have spirit. And your power beyond belief. And then pray in the Spirit at all. Remember, prayer is important. What is prayer to you? To me, prayer is God. When the Holy Spirit lets me talk. You know, when you're saved, when you're becoming God's you become a Christian. Some people don't like the word Christian. It's immaterial whether you like it or not. You are a Christian. You're Christ. 
and God gives you that that wisdom to talk to him. But prayer is, I was riding in the car not long ago. I was at the wheel of the car, and he just driving along and was talking. He said, do you mind if I pray? I said, no, of course not. He said, okay. You want to pray with me, pray. Well, if you feel like praying, pray. And the guy driving the car up through town, the guy was praying, talking out loud, just praying up a storm. And I looked over at him, and he didn't have his eyes closed, thank God. But he was praying. And we have to pray. When I talked to God this morning for an hour and a half, was I praying? Yes, I was. Are you praying daily for people? Are you praying daily for your wealth and your happiness and your well-being? You should be. And pray in the Spirit on all occasions and refrain and request people. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. Pray for me. When I say pray for me, that's Gene Abbott. That's peace, Father. Pray for me. I need your prayers. Will I be strong if I, if you pray for me? Sure. I go, I had this road, I travel every day when I'm out. I pass by this little skirt. Kind of a lonely church. Pretty large, but lonely. No, the doors are always closed and no lights are on that thing. And there's a little marquee sign outside. And the pastor is, that did not believe it. But every day I pass by, I pray for Danny. Do I know him? No, I don't know him. But God says, pray for him. I talked to him the other day. He said to me, he said, you know, wherever I go, I know God is with me. Because people are praying for me that may not even know it. I looked and I said, did he know, does he know me? No, I know God, though. I know God said, pray for me. And then pray for him in his little church. And I just pray all the time. My daughter. I got one in Hawaii and one in Miami. And I'm in the cold climate, Tennessee, 24 degrees outside. They're in 80-degree weather. And I pray for them daily. I got a message yesterday from my daughter in Hawaii. And she was saying this and this and this and this about COVID and all that stuff. And I pray for her. I pray for my daughter, T, which is on the line right now with me. And I pray for both of them. And I pray for myself. That God help me. God give me the strength. Give me the full armor of you. Let me have uh, the proof of righteousness around my stomach. Breastplate of righteousness. Shield of faith. I need that faith. Hebrews is at six. It's all about that. Hebrews six, verse twelve. Follow. It's all about the armor of God. Do you have the armor of God with you? Do you know that? Do you know that God will protect you? Ask you today. Look at yourself. Look at life. Look at what happens when you pray. Pray in the Spirit. Let the title of the Spirit say. Tell the Holy Spirit say. Holy, Mr. Holy, I think Spirit calls it. I mean, he calls it Mr. Holy or something. But anyway, when you pray, pray in the Spirit. You know, Mr. Holy takes your prayer. He takes it up to the throne room. I'm not making this up, folks. This is in the Bible. I can prove it. The Holy Spirit takes your prayers up into the throne room. There sits God. God is the Spirit. You know that. God is everywhere omniscient. I'm not omniscient. You're not like it. 
but he is. He's omniscient. He's omnipresent. He's omniscient. He's omnipresent, omnipresent, omnipotent, and omniscient. That's my God. Anyway, the Holy Spirit takes prayer up and he says, Father, here's the deal. He takes my prayer and he gives it to God. God can act on it then or will he act on it later. He'll act on it all the time. So you guarantee he will act on it. That's what we have. We have the most powerful entity in the world, in the universe. We can talk to that you. We can talk to that you. God is all powerful. God is all knowing. God is all everywhere. We have that power within us. That's the Holy Spirit. That's the armament of God. We have the Holy Spirit. We have Jesus Christ. We have God. And we be afraid of anything. Knowing that God's going to give us a test. If we're given a test in school, we talk that lesson that gives us a test. But in life, if you're given a test, that teaches the lesson. The lesson today is have faith. Faith. Have righteousness. Have truth around you. Ready to go. Are you ready to go with Christ? Always. See, that's all I got. I think uh, we can end there if we like. Got any questions? <clears throat> no, I, I, it's funny because thank you because that really helped me today. Uh, I appreciate it. And uh, so thank you, Dad. And I know you're getting ready to do more. We've got workshops coming up and a journey to a better you. And <clears throat> I, uh, I will share a miracle if that's okay. I, my computer went out. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, pardon me. Uh, my computer went out, and I don't know any of you who are listening now or listening later. That just just stinks. And um, so anyway, long story short, you know, I took it to Best Buy, and it's like, well, I'm like, oh, for that, for that, I can just buy a new one. I said, I go, I'm just going to take it home and see what happens and see what I can do. So, um I came home and I said, dear God, dear Holy Ghost, Mr. Holy, uh, Jesus, I really need some help here with my computer. It's got all my stuff on it, and I would like you to, to repair it. And um, there's a movie out there, if you guys ever have a chance to watch it, it's called Breakthrough. It's a great movie about miracle, a miracle, amazing miracle. And I thought about that movie, Breakthrough, and sometimes you have to put yourself in the frequency of the energy that you're looking to create, right? Faith, right? This is a great movie for faith, right. miracles, and all that. And uh, so um, <laughs> this is day, night, today, night, yesterday, yeah, yesterday, yesterday morning, I woke up. And uh, um, uh, no, not yesterday morning, day before. I uh, went in and I turned on my computer and I saw this blue screen. It said restore. I hit restore and it took my computer and bought it back up. Now, I lost a few things on it. That's okay because I can recreate it, which I've done. But, you know, that's what you call a miracle. And I know computers sound stupid, but I do a lot of work on my computer, as a lot of us do. And it was such a, such a gift and joy. And I so appreciate it. So that's my miracle. All I did was ask uh, God, Jesus, and Mr. Holy, Holy Ghost, and that's what I got. So anyway, if I can do it, anyone can. So anyway. Thank you so much, everybody. You have a great uh, rest of your weekend, and we'll talk to you next Friday. Bye.
Let me uh, add this, T. Uh, they can reach me. They can reach me at my email at uh, Colonel Abbott, C-O-L-O-N-E-L, Abbott, A-B-B-O-T-T, 366 at gmail.com. You can email me anytime. I get quite a few emails, and I try to answer them. But I don't answer them all because I have so many, but I'd love to hear from you. It's being helpful of saying that God is wonderful. I can't get over how wonderful God is. Will you punish me? Listen, I'm giving a test every day, a T-E-S-T test that teaches me a lesson. And God will teach you a lesson if you let him. God will straighten you out if you let him. And he wants your free will. Free will. What did I say? Free will. He gave his life for you. It didn't cost you anything. But it cost you everything in the sense that you don't you have free will to serve him or not to serve him. Serve God. Thank you, folks. It's been a pleasure talking to you today. Bye now. See you soon. Bye. All right, see you later, Dad. Bye.